Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We're talking about podcasts. We're talking about itty bitty podcasts. Podcast. Merry 25th Mini Monday, Chunkies. Whoa. I'm Carter. I'm Doge. Jordan. 25th one, guys. That's crazy. Listen, if we had just, if we'd done our homework and we'd monetized Mini Monday and earned even just one cent per episode. Oh my gosh. Could have got a gumball cents. today. Could have got a gumball. Could have got a gumball. Could have got a gumball. Could have had a quarter. Settle for a carter. Dang. Dang. No big deal. Nobody's settling for you. Guys, uh, man, I'm so sorry that we haven't done a Star Was Born. It's not my fault. Right. It's a bunch of... It's the parents. Parents' fault. What was going on nine months? What part of the year is nine months ago? So three months. So technically three months from now. June, July... So July, August, September. Yeah, yeah. There's September, nothing we foresee about September. No. There's ain't 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 nobody trying to trying to play. We now tennis October. Doubles. I'm expecting big things. Yeah, spooky babies. from July. I bet July's got some big birthdays. Some spooky mm-hmm. babies. But right now, nothing. Yeah, no. September because everybody's in that slump. The September slumps, yeah. as we call it here. Yeah, on the show. It's just yeah, rough. yeah. I mean, if you're like a star and you think you're a star and, and you're listening born. to this right now and you're like, I was born today. Well, maybe you should have had a better career. Yeah, that's a good point. To at least make like a top 40 list on a random website. (laughs) But anyways, uh, we do have some time to rank you very much. You remember that? (gasps) I do remember it. So what I'm going to do for you is this was voted on by uh, 800 individuals within like the movie world. So these are like critics or they work in production teams and stuff like that. So I have an actual like top 10 list. What you guys will do in terms of the rank you very much is decide if any of these need to flex. But you just have 10 of these to work with. Okay. okay. Tomorrow, we're doing Sweet Home Alabama. That's true. Yes. And yes, yes. as I was watching Sweet Home Alabama, I thought to myself, well, first of all, I love regional movies. Okay. I think it's fun. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Um, some of my favorite directors are the Coen brothers. Yeah. And I say some of because there's two it's of two. them. It's plural. Uh, and they love the South. I think they do a great job with the South. Movies like Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?, yeah. Uh, even like even something like raising Arizona to go over to the west, they they like regions and yeah. getting to know those regions. So Fargo, there's a lot of movies yeah. set in the South. Okay, and so this is a top ten movies in the South. 
okay. uh, considered of, of all time. And they, you, you'll understand the criteria maybe more as I read them to you. Okay. But I think, I think maybe this is more like cultural influence okay. of these movies. These are not going to be prestigious in certain ways. But, and this was just the best one that I found. Okay. That felt like it felt more legitimate in terms of who the voters were. Number 10 is The Blind Side. Okay. It's mm. just there. I mean, in terms of, I mean, yeah. Sandra Bullock, Oscar, or playing Mackle. Mackle. And then at number nine, we have Driving Miss Daisy, which okay. I have to say, I have not seen. Not we had either. a we had an Me interesting either. conversation about it. And I think we all kind of read some articles about it around the time of Green Book because it felt like a reverse. Yeah. Like right. it was getting referred to as a Driving Miss Daisy a lot. Driving Miss Daisy in reverse. Right. Rever- Back parking Miss Daisy. Back parking Miss Daisy. Uh, number eight in this ranking was... The Notebook. Welcome back. Okay. Mm. This is set Ooh. in the South. Oh, we've missed you. We've missed you. Guys, number seven, Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. All right. All right. Number six is The Help, which okay. is actually, yeah. I, I enjoyed that movie. Yeah. Number five is To Kill a Mockingbird. One of my favorite yeah. movies. It is through the surrogate of my father's love for this movie. Right. Um, Atticus Finch was voted by AFI as the number one hero in movie history. Mm, wow. The number one awesome. protagonist. The number one antagonist on the other side was Hannibal Lecter. So Interesting. Two now, opposite imagine them in a movie together. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm down. <laughs> uh, number four, Gone with the Wind. Yeah. Very much like a... that's. I mean, you think the South, Gone with the Wind's way up there. Number three, Fried Green Tomatoes. I haven't seen it. I haven't either. Me neither. Number two, Steel Magnolias. Haven't seen that. But it does I know have, it makes my mom cry. It has Dolly Parton in it. So nothing mm. says South quite like... I mean, she's got her own theme park. I was just saying... She has a song in Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. I, I could listen to her sing all day, I think. I really do like Dolly Parton. Yeah. A lot. And and she reminds me almost like of an Lou Harris vibe. Allison Krauss. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, number one. Do you have a guess on that? This one actually was... think about it. Of, of this list, probably the most prestigious in terms of Oscars. I would have guessed Gone with the Wind. I think I also would have guessed Gone with the Wind. Let me, um, I can tell you. Ooh, it's a big hint. Do you want a big hint right now? Yeah, I do. Okay, he was. uh, He's been in the Summer of Love. This actor, Summer of Love two. He's been on our season already. Is it Forrest Gump? It's Forrest Gump. Okay, Uh yeah, Forrest Gump number one. He actually plays for the University of Alabama for for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, so that's our ranking. So we had Blindside, Driving Miss Daisy, The Notebook, Sweet Home Alabama, The Help, To Kill a Mockingbird, Gone with the Wind, Fried Green Tomatoes, Steel Magnolias, Forrest Gump. Are, are, are there any of these that you would flex a little bit? Are we going to give some stuff away if Sweet Home Alabama moves too much one way? Are we giving <laughs> stuff away about tomorrow? I have opinions about where that movie sits in this list. Yeah, I do too. Is there anything you can think of that should be up there? I think... And I think, these seem to be blatantly the South. I personally yeah. would have put Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Sure. Yeah. Top three. But yeah. that's just because I, I love I it so I'd much. I think i bump Gone with the Wind up in the list. You think so? Just yeah. as, as far as like iconic. Forrest Gump feels right. Forrest Gump does feel right to me. Uh, in terms of a not, it's not really a caricature of the South, right? Yeah, which tends to happen the South easily. Is there. But every region has that. I mean, sure. well, you can have the question is what gets a movie on this list because you leave out things that are like really good and I think really like well crafted movies get left out. like things like like No Country, which right. is all South Texas things like right. Three Billboards, like yep. movies that are. Really decent quality get left off this list, but don't worry, we've got Sweet Home Alabama. I know it's like, well, the criteria they said is when you think about the American South and cinema, 
okay. what comes up. And so, and I would, I would yeah. tell you, three billboards probably came out after this list. Okay, yeah. Um, and but I, still, it's but not judging quite by that, this, like, I don't think it would have been here. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just interesting this, criteria. This seems less like a list of what are the best movies, right? That and that's how South, I tried to present it at the beginning. The lines of like, what is what's the most popular movies? Well, in not South, a, I feel like I don't even know if popular is the word that comes to well, mind. Yeah, so much they left like, out Cars, right. Radiator Springs, is right. Somewhere, <laughs> I don't know. somewhere in the south, it's got to be the south. Yeah, you, got, would, you can't tell. Mater is not from <laughs> Iowa, so I would move. I would move Sweet Home Alabama, but I, I guess I won't say where. Where. Yeah. In order to preserve the, <laughs> the where was Remember the Titans set? Was it not the South? No, it's it's definitely like it's close. They don't they run to Gettysburg? Yeah, it's in Mississippi. I okay, think. well then hold up. Yeah, because if the Blind Side is on this list, and I Remember don't hate the, the Blind Side. I don't know what I missed, but y'all really don't like the Blind Side. I don't I, like it. I don't mind it. Okay, I, I would put like Remember it. the Titans. If it's a less if good I can't Remember move the any of them around except out, Blind Side's ten. I would replace it with Remember the Titans at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a big deal. And then I would move deal. Remember the Titans way up on the list. That movie rules. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's I don't so know good. what it is about the blind side for me. Yeah. I don't know if it, you know what? I do know what it is. The blind side feels like it's just a slightly better version of like Fireproof and all those like, <laughs> all those like <laughs> Christian movies that come slightly out. Slightly better so is still bad. not good. <laughs> Look up, son. You're in the end zone. Oh, gosh. You made the team. The daddy team. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, I'm getting flashbacks. (laughs) That's a roast now, which is also very Southern. Um, I want us to (laughs) move on past this. Okay. And it's a conversation that I want us to have. There's a lot of good, good, juicy things to say for tomorrow's episode. Yes. Yes. Um, But I, first of all, where were you two born? Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, South. Shreveport, Louisiana. Oh my gosh. And I was born in Texas. So most of our lives have been, if not all, in the South. Yeah, yeah. South boys. Okay, so I want us to have a conversation. This is to remind us for it tomorrow. I want us to have a conversation about perhaps offense taken of... Because we don't get to really... If we see something set in Boston, we don't get to really be like... Unless it's over the top, like they just say all Boston is dummies. Yeah. We don't get to be offended by that. But there's something that happens regionally, I think. Sure. we like, ugh. Because I think we're going to have an easier time picking a bad Southern accent Ooh, than someone who yeah. doesn't live here. Yeah. Or yeah. was raised here. So that's going to be fun. I love that we're... I didn't even know this. That yeah. we're Louisiana, Georgia, and Texas. Yeah. That's yeah. so fun. That's great. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow. Uh, on the Remember the Titans talk, I, I, I'm going to give a shout out on Mini Monday to the podcast I did uh, last night. So I recorded a podcast Thursday night uh, with the Board Baptists. And it was mm-hmm. really, it was actually really fun. Uh, a gift that I had given them was my favorite movie. Uh, and we, it was a discussion that we had had on this podcast, but my favorite movie in each major sport mm. okay. in America. And that's so cool. what I told them was, because there's been an announcement that Space Jam 2 is for sure happening. Okay, yeah. And it's LeBron James heading it up. And there's just obviously handfuls of guys you might not know who they are. But uh, Space Jam is my basketball movie. Not full court miracle from Disney Channel about the no, young Jewish boy you who need plays to know basketball I didn't have Disney. I didn't have not, Disney as a kid. Not Flubber? Not Luck of the Irish? <laughs> We're going to call Flubber not, basketball uh, movie? Wait, 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 wait. What's the one? The Wolf? <laughs> the Wolf? Teen Wolf, right? Teen Wolf uh, plays yeah. basketball, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's funny. Uh, my favorite boxing is The Fighter. Yeah. Okay. My favorite uh, football is Remember the Titans. Yeah, gotta be. Yep. My favorite golf, honestly, as much as I don't like Adam Sandler, 
Happy, happy Gilmore. Happy yeah. Gilmore. Yeah, it has to be Happy Gilmore. It's so fun. Yeah. And it's also that semi-hockey. That was still when he was funny. <laughs> yeah. And then the best, uh, my, well, not the best. <laughs> my favorite hockey one is Mighty Ducks. Okay. So this is all yeah. with how what I What about baseball? Uh, favorite baseball is Sandlot. Sandlot? Yeah. Okay. Because I completely count. You have to, yes, it's all about baseball. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had fun sharing that that's with them. That's super fun. Yeah. yeah. That's super so, cool. Um, but we we definitely had a good time. Talked a lot about Two Chunks. Uh, talked about how uh, I would go back and listen to, if you haven't, uh, the Do You Believe in Magic series, we made a spicy take that the Harry Potter series was actually a sports franchise <laughs> because, because of, of how much Quidditch. Yep. Did you know that there's over 90 minutes of Quidditch in that whole series? It doesn't even surprise I, me I 100% believe bit. it. There's a, there's a, a full-length movie worth of yeah, sports of in the Harry Potter series. Yeah, yep. No, I, full, I fully believe that. How interesting is that? And by watching it in chronological order, you can watch the progression of computer graphics animation exactly. in real time. <laughs> yes, like like drastic. <laughs> it's big time. Um, you can actually see the green screen yeah. in, in uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. I just picked a random one, obviously. I don't know that stuff. So um, I want us to talk a little bit yes or pass. Okay. Okay. So Toy Story 4 came out last weekend. Something has happened. And are you surprised that it has a 98% on Rotten Tomatoes? I honestly am a little surprised at that. I, I think that Toy Story 3 was a great ending for this franchise. I thought it was and too. I, I don't really know how you pick it up from there. because Does it feel offensive if it's a... I mean, it's clearly... They know they're going to make a lot of money. Is That's it offensive th- that they're taking... Does it feel like they're taking advantage of you to a make little, it a Toy Story It movie? feels a little money grabby to me because I think that the heart of the Toy Story movies has always been the toy's relationship with Andy and like Andy now it's now Andy it's Andy's little sister but no it's Bonnie they're they're not related they, she just like lives on the street their moms work together it's the girl that he left with toys with at the end of three yeah so there's no connection with Andy whatsoever in the whole movie I mean presume I haven't seen it yeah, presumably but from what I'm hearing Andy from what I'm hearing the ending of this feels like even more of a this is it really really and that's weird but it's not. It, why does that feel weird? I can't put a finger on it. But I it's, think, it's, I'm going to see it. I think it's because three, like narratively, three is a good number for balance, right? Right. And so when you stretch sure. something out yeah. to to four, that doesn't feel like it's balanced. You need to go to six. That's like a balanced. rule you know I mean? for art on your wall, right? Like hanging yeah, like things on your thirds. wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel like we are all starting to become jaded to bringing back beloved franchises for one last ride. That's a great ride. point. I think, so a great point. I think that we keep getting burned. I think that you look at... Well, Toy Story 3 very much felt like one last ride, the gang's all back. Because it was years and years after right. Toy Story 3. They almost all died. I mean, it was like, yeah. oh, then, this is it. But you look at like Lord of the Rings, amazing. And then it's like The Hobbit and everybody's like, they're bringing back for more Lord of the Rings? That's yeah. incredible. And then, oh my gosh, it didn't quite do it. And then yeah. Star Wars, it's like, they're doing more Star Wars and then now everybody's all split on that. Like, it feels like... We're living in an age, and I don't want to be the like. There's nothing new under the sun. Nobody. Sure. There's new stuff there, coming out. There's all a little time. bit of a pride element too. But I think like, in anybody. There is so much, so much rehashing of old stuff and like retroactively making it worse. That I think I get nervous whenever somebody's like, "Hey, we're doing your uh, beloved childhood thing again." Yeah, we're doing like, it again. Oh man, come I'm on. way more excited. Well, we're talking Pixar. I'm way more excited for Onward than I am for that. Toy looks Story like a lot of fun. Soul, well, because it's completely Soul, new. Soul yeah. looks awesome too. I haven't seen about Soul. They, uh, they, they just released like a teaser logo, logo for yeah. it, but it, it's basically, I think the tagline is like journey from the streets of New York City to the cosmic realms to discover what makes you really you. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's uh, cool. That yeah, sounds great. Way more original ideas. Like, it's like I would. They way, basically are doing fantasy and sci-fi. Way rather see that stuff versus 
Toy Story 6. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. think, give me things like Inside Out. Give me less things like well, Toy Story it 6. Well, it is Coco, by dude. far yeah. the Gosh, highest. Coco's so good. It is by far the highest collectively rated four part. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's average is like 96%. I'm sure Toy Story 4 is great. Like, I'm sure it's if I go, go see it, I'm going to be really happy It's to make a billion dollars. So, you know, and, the, and they're doing some fresh stuff like Key and Peele, Tony Hale. Like, they've added some new people. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. And so... Trust um, me. I mean, we all have that movie, so... Yeah. That'll be... It's. I'm, I'm going to say it's a yes, but it's a fun oh, yeah. conversation to have. Yes yeah. for me too. Yeah, it's, um, it's definitely a yes. Pretty much all Pixar, regardless of the quality, is going to be a yes for me. Yeah. What about Child's Play? We have this resurgence of the remaking of the old horrors. Yeah. I yeah. mean, we're in a remake cult, like generation, right. it feels like. It's been going on for a long time. I'm so, going to give this one a pass because I'm a real big weenie. I don't like my My pass comes from how hard it is for me to have the concept of horror built around a doll. Hmm. Like that does not... So things, that, like, things like Annabelle don't work for you either? No. Because it seems really B-movie-ish to me when yeah. it doesn't feel like it's supposed to be. Sure, yeah. But again, I haven't seen either of them, yeah. so what am I talking about? It, it is a pass for me only in theaters because I am too scared to watch it on a big screen. I will for sure watch it at home. But my my big thing is like... Again, this kind of falls under the same category to me of like, hey guys, some new stuff would be yeah. just about yeah. right. Give I me think. a get out. Give me a us. Don't yeah. give me a one I've already seen. Well, well, and so I love Aubrey Plaza, but like, I think I'm starting to get oversaturated a little yeah, I'm bit. I'm kind of over her. Um, uh, over Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think she's great, but, and maybe this will be good for her because it's super different than her standard role. Right. She's not just playing like the, a grouch. The, the yeah. aggressive mean friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, something I need to go back to because we talked about it uh, briefly. Well, actually, when we're talking about a series, like adding a fourth to Toy Story, part of what makes that tough is it was never said how many there would be. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the difference between like you when you have a cinematic universe. We don't have a lot of... Sure, yeah. We've had some tries and fails. Like who was it that Warner Brothers was trying to do like monster cinematic universe? Like, that was Universal. Yeah. Yeah, Universal's trying to do that. And so people are trying to... With the new Mummy movie. Obviously the fail <laughs> of DC. Yeah, not good. Uh, and so... Marvel has made it work because they knew we knew from the they start. They roadmapped it. This is going to be a long trip. Yeah. Um, and so speaking of, uh, Doge, I'll let you share this because I didn't even know this until uh, Doge told me this morning. Yeah. But I mean, there's there's a, a definitive, probably going to be the highest grossing film of all Special time. Special yes or pass on the Avengers Endgame re-release. Yeah. yeah. With a new post-credit scene uh, with with this weekend's box office haul from that movie that will likely likely push it into the highest grossing movie of all time slot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the extra footage is literally just the end. It is. It's scene. just a post credit scene. That's okay. So I'll, I'll see it. I'm gonna go see it again. It feels pretty money grabby. It is to money. be honest. It like, is I, a, I think it's it very a transparently a money grab. Money grab and which follows suit with the other top two highest yeah, movies. Well, of all and time. to me, James Cameron did it twice. Yep. Avatar and Titanic. Yep. There's a difference between a money grab movie where it's like we made this because we know you'll come see it because you're dumb. There's a difference <laughs> between that and like. Honestly, we know you'll go see it if we put it back out in theaters and we kind of want to be the record break. Like, yeah. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? It, it, it's the difference between some rookie walking out to the plate and pointing into left field with his bat before he takes a swing yeah. and like a big sh- hotshot sports guy whose name I totally know coming out and doing it. Dude. That's exactly. I know what it's, it's Babe like. Ruth. I just mean somebody else. We, you know, I like, still think we should right change this it. whole podcast completely to sports from yeah, here on out. Yeah, I love it. Um, Dribble it. <laughs> 
two two dribbles in a fly ball. Um, <laughs> quickly, I think I'm falling in love with Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of summer of love, so uh, outside of the Dune stuff we talked about, yep, I uh, forgot he's in that. This young man is everywhere. So I also like, and it's it it kind of comes alongside our directors series, but Greta Gerwig uh, is really really good. Yes. She did Lady Bird. Um, I uh, she has had. She's basically they call the muse of Wes Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's doing. Have you all heard about the Little Women? Remake? No. Yes. So Little Women, this cast, um, Little Women is just uh, coming of age during the Civil War, uh, aftermath of the Civil War, these four sisters. So Little Women is like Pride and Prejudice in America. Okay. Basically. Um, So we have uh, Emma Watson, Timothy Chalamet, Laura Dern, Shersa Ronan, Bob Odenkirk, Meryl Streep, like... The, this is That's crazy stack. Unbelievable. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's it's a very far look into the future, yes, for me, uh, for that and just for him as an actor as a whole. Um, is anybody streaming anything new? Uh I don't know if I've mentioned on the show doing a rewatch of Breaking Bad. Oh, nice. Still my favorite, uh my favorite piece of content yeah. ever created. Like and I'm sorry, I, I I'm surprised you even understood what I asked. Let me rephrase. Who's streaming? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I Breaking Bad rewatch. Okay, cool. Yeah. Rank movies, TV, everything, put it all in one bucket. The number one best thing to Jordan. me is Breaking Bad. Still on that Gilmore grind. Uh, oh, yeah. Slow, There's a lot busy. to do. It's pretty, it's pretty long. Yeah. Uh, we're close to finishing the second season. Now we had a busy last Oh, week, you're so only we, in season two. I know. Oh. We're, we're only able to watch it a little bit at a time. Yeah. And, uh, but it's good. I'm, I'm, it's starting to become like a show that puts me in a good mood. And yeah. I like that. Do you ever have a show that you watch? And there's like only one episode and you're like, I need to shout from the mountaintops and basically take credit as the influencer to make sure everybody's my friend group. on this. No. You've never had that situation? Well, maybe. I mean, I feel like I was a little that way with True Detective when I first saw it, but yeah. it was it was already done at that point. But it was like... I don't think I ever have. Okay. I'm not getting at the ground level. I've been that way with like happy endings and Brooklyn Nine-Nine and my friend group. We are here. Oh boy. What you Guys, got? HBO, Fred Armisen... Have y'all watched that? No. Los Espookies. <laughs> Los Espookies has the potential to be one of the best comedy series I have ever what? seen. Oh my god. Is gosh. it like airing now? It is one episode. It is out. It came out. Oh my but gosh. Days ago. You need to, as soon as you can, go watch Los Espookies. Okay. What the, the name makes me giggle. So <laughs> Fred Armisen. It Fred is. Armisen. And we've only got one episode, right? And I'm not going to give you what happens in the entire episode, but basically the concept is Fred Armisen's nephew. So Fred Armisen is like this um, prodigy valet Parker. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, But his nephew is really into... uh, Fred Armisen stumbles upon... He's been parking for a quinceanera. And it's very gory and spooky, but he's fascinated by it. And he found out it's his nephew that does it. And his nephew has a couple friends, one who happens to be the heir of a chocolate fortune, uh, who what is a is multi-billionaire. This? this feels like a Mad Lib. And, and then the other is this girl who works at a dentist place, but she makes like fun. They all have a love for Morbid. 
and so and they, they have like a love for the gore. Like a so they've created a, they've created a business because what happened locally in town is the priest says, "Hey, there's a new priest in town, and he's the hot stuff. There's just not demons anymore. I need to stage an exorcism." What? And so they stage an exorcism for him. It is unbelievably hilarious. It's I like nothing this. I have ever seen. It is 80% in Spanish. Okay. okay. And about 20%. So Fred Armisen's job as a valet, he's working with Americans. And so a lot of that is in English or his boss is English. So what's fun about it too is you must watch. Like you cannot. Right. Yeah. You don't have the time because no you're going to miss it. And it watch. is 100% hilarious. Everyone needs to go watch Los Spooky okay. on yes. HBO. You've I, sold me already. Please. Oh my gosh. I can't even stress enough. Um, <laughs> but so to end today's episode, uh, I would like to, because we talked some sportsy and I was on the Board Baptist Sp- uh, Sports Podcast. I want to know what what position in what sport do you want to play in the movie that you're starring in? So uh, I'm Carter and I want to play catcher in a baseball movie. Okay. I feel like it's a unique, and you don't have to give reasons why. I just feel like it's it's a really unique position that doesn't get talked about a whole lot. And it would kind of be fun camera angle behind the plate kind of thing. So like what all positions are there? There's so many. Pick pick basic. You can just pick a basic one you know. It doesn't have to be baseball. Fullback. Who are you? Doge the, I'm Doge the fullback. Doge the fullback. That'll be a great, that'll be a great movie. <laughs> I'm Jordan. So as as soon as you asked me this question, my brain just started like overdriving. So here's where I'm at. I love it. I want to star in a movie called The Caddy. And I want this to be a movie about a young man with no golf experience, okay. no course etiquette, no like polo shirt. Like he doesn't own anything that would reasonably make you think that he would be any good at this job. <laughs> like a polo shirt. And so, well, you have to wear a collared shirt. It's all yeah. polos. He, Back Jordan off. used to live on a golf course. That's true. That's in the hole. And um, yet has this weird knack for like picking the right clubs and reading greens really well, but refuses to conform to like... So he's goodwill hunting for golf. I was going to say goodwill hunting. And like fully unwilling participant and like the masters with some crazy good golfer just... (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. In like a mesh trucker hat and basketball shorts just... I'd use a pitching wedge here, but what do I know? (laughs) Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.